0: If you do have something, a word of encouragement, uh, you know, certainly about our church, but if you got a word of encouragement to give to somebody else, why not give it to them today? Amen? Why not share that? We don't know. They might need it right now. Amen? So I love hearing that encouraging word, and I want to be an encourager myself. In a series called Stand and Fight, can we say that? Stand and Fight. Now, if you're feeling sleepy, It's because you're on medicine or something. It's not my fault, okay? There's no way that I'm putting you to sleep. So wake up, okay? Or take your stuff after lunch. Here we go. Come on. Here we go. Stand and fight. Let's go with the message this morning. Today's message is called, how hard is this? Wrong way, right way. Can you say that with me? Wrong way, right way. One more time. Wrong way, right way. We're talking about fighting Satan, fighting the devil, okay? And he wants us to do things the what way? The wrong way. And this is to Christians. Paul wrote the book of Colossians to believers. And believers can do a whole lot of stuff the wrong way. And we talked about that last week. We're going to look at it. Let's go. Come on. We'll just break it down a little bit where we were last week. Wrong way, right way. There's a word... Called heresy, and in theological terms and all that, you, you hear the word. But a lot, of, I don't. I like to talk in English. Heresy is the wrong way. Heresy. What is heresy? Keep looking. What is heresy? Well, it's a noun. Her- heresy. It's an opinion, a belief, or a teaching that is in direct opposition. To what God's Word says. You know why so many people are heretical? You know why so many people are heretics? Because they don't know what God's Word says. People believe you can worship a tree. Oh, it's all about, it's not about going into a building. It's about just, you know, worshiping nature. Did you know that's heresy? Yes or no? It's heresy. Okay, but you say that. We know it's not about coming into a building. But are we in this building worshiping Jesus Christ? Flat out. Are we worshiping a tree? No. Got it? Okay. Heresy. That's why you need to be in the Bible. So many of the things that we believe are heresy. They're heretical. Why? Well, they've been passed down. We've heard them from when we went to college or or even school. We've heard it from friends. We've heard it from TV, radio, whatever. Unfortunately, a lot of the church is heretical. Preaching stuff that's not in the Bible. Did you know that? Say, not in the Bible at all. It goes against the Bible. But it might sound good. It might be something you believe. For example, if I'm a good person, I'll go to heaven. Heresy. Did you understand that? Yes or no? Because if you read the Bible, you would know there is none good, no, not One. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Well, you're not calling me a sinner, are you? I'm exactly calling you a sinner. The first crowd I called stupid and had no common sense. So you're getting off easy, okay? No, Proverbs 30, that's what the writer of that proverb said. He said, I'm stupid. That's why I need to look at myself, and I have no common sense. That's why I need to look at myself. We look at other people when the stupidest person we'll ever meet is us because we know us better than anybody else. Yes or no? So heresy is a tool of the devil, okay? He wants to deceive. That's his number one thing he does. Now, heresy is nothing new. We saw it last week in chapter 2 of the book of Colossians. So let's just review real quick Satan's tactics, enticing words. If it sounds good, we believe it. So what if it sounds good? It might be heresy, yes or no? Amen. Doesn't it sound good that if you're good, if you're nice, God loves you and he'll take you to heaven? Well, the problem with that is, and it's not true, you don't have to do one thing to go to hell. You're born in sin. John 3, Jesus speaking, if you want some proof, listen to Jesus. You're condemned already. And then that great verse. He said, I didn't come to condemn the world. You're condemned already. Okay? He that believes not is condemned. But God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen? Y'all hearing me so far? Y'all all right or not? He's talking about heresy. It's going to be boring. Hang in here. It's not. Enticing words. Philosophy and vain deceit. We talked about that last week, about philosophy. Amen? And you'll have to get the message if you want to listen to last week's message. Traditions of men. So much of what we do in church is heresy. And I could go. I don't want to pick on just one religion out there. And I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about Christianity. Did you know you shouldn't pray to Mary? Did you know that? It's 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 heretical. Why why shouldn't I pray to Mary? Well, God, the Bible says we shouldn't. That's not we shouldn't pray to any man or woman. Y'all listening to me? Yes or no? No! Somebody said it, so we do it. I don't. Don't make me better. Jesus Christ is God's only Son. He's seated at the right hand of God the Father where He ever lives to make what for us? Intercession for us, okay? Mary does not make intercession for you. And I'm not trying to be ugly if you're Catholic, and we have lots of Catholics that come to fellowship. But what am I going to do? Just stay silent up here? Or am I going to try to help you learn? And the more people learn about what the Bible says, sometimes they get mad because they were taught this other way. That's why I encourage you to read the Bible. Say, read the Bible. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. We'll give you a Bible, won't we, Pete? We'll give you a new believer's Bible. It has all kinds of helps in it. it. won't answer every question, but it'll answer a lot of them. We'll give it to you. I want you to learn. Legalism. A lot of churches are full of legalism. Don't do this. Don't do that. Do do this. Do do that. Which stinks? Don't do or do do? Both of them do. Okay? Christianity is not about don't do, but do or do do. It's about Jesus. It's about following him. Certainly there are things that we're to do, and there are certain things we shouldn't do. But no matter what you do or you don't do, that's not how you get saved. But that is how you live your life, but you need to know the difference. Legalism. And then, of course, mysticism. We talked about all those last week, and so there's the wrong way. Got it? Yes or no? And there's a lot more things we could add, but we're just looking at Colossians 2. Let's move it, Raj. See where we can go now. Say that with me. Satan's a what? Can we say it louder because some are dozing. Satan's a what? Wake up. Here we go. Satan is the enemy of the gospel. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. He's the enemy of the gospel. He's the enemy of the church of Jesus Christ. That is Satan. You don't believe in the devil, do you? To not believe in Satan is heresy. The Bible says there's demons. The Bible says there's principalities. There's powers. Now Hollywood might make them out to be whatever, but the bottom line is there is demons. There's de- There's no other explanation to the evil of this world. Amen? Come on. Men's hearts are darkened, and also we have a, a devil. Satan's the ultimate what? He perverts. He perverts Scripture. Satan's happy for you to know the Bible and know some Scripture, but he likes you to just pervert it, just to twist it a little bit. He likes you twisting it, amen, instead of truth. That leads to what? Heresy. Amen? And then Satan's all about what? He's doubt. He does not want you to believe God. What's the one thing that pleases God? Faith. There's one thing that pleases God. Say it with me. Faith. Without faith, it's impossible to do what? Now, there's many things that please him, but there's only one thing that will ultimately get to God, and that is faith. Got that? So if Satan can get us to doubt God... To doubt God's word, we're on a path to heresy, okay? False teaching. And that's what Satan wants for us. God's all about what? Truth. That's the thing about God. That's what really ticks me off with preachers on TV many times. Because I sit there and I listen, and that's not true. That's not true. You're saying something that's not true. It's not in the Bible. Or you twisted it. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Come on. And by the way, don't put your faith in me. I got a mouth and I got a brain. And sometimes my mouth can screw it up and my brain can screw it up. Trust the living God and believe his word. Amen. If it comes to Gary or his word, his word every day. Got it? Yes or no? Come on. Let's keep moving. Jesus said to Jews which believe on him, if you continue in my word, then you are my what? Disciples. You're my disciples. Now, don't be confused. Jesus didn't call 12 men so they would be better fathers. I think he wanted them to be better fathers and better husbands. But he called 12 men, and he's called you and I to preach the gospel. He's, taught, he's called us to go into all the world and teach the gospel. Guys, I'm all about discipleship, but did you know you can do so much studying that you can become no good? Are you telling others about Christ? You think his disciples got in a little huddle all the time, were studying all the time? No. They were learning, but they were doing. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Okay? So, disciples, get in the word, but don't get in the word to, to be somebody that doesn't do anything. <laughs> Amen? Ever learning, but really knowing nothing, okay? Get in the word so that we can share our faith and share our, and you should never be ashamed of Christ. When you know something's true, why are you ashamed of him? Yes or no? Amen? God will always tell you the truth in His Word. The truth, you'll know it, and it's going to make you what? Free. So God's all about truth. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you're free indeed. God's all about truth. Satan's about lying. And so this point, before we start on these the right way, I am free now, and I want to stay free. Why would I put myself back into some kind of bondage? That's heresy. I don't want to be under any bondage of the devil. I don't want to be under legalism. I don't want to be under tradition. You, you hear me? I want to be, I want to do right. I want to be a person of truth. If tradition's good, well, let's do it. If it's not truth, I don't want to do it. I'm free and I want to stay free. Say that with me. I'm free and I want to stay. One more time. I'm free. and I want to stay free. Do you want to be. Do you want to be in bondage in America? Is that what you want in this country? Is that what you want in this country? You want us to be back under some kind of British rule or some kind of rule in this country? Is that what we want in this country? We want to be communist? Is that what we want to do? Yes or no? Some of us need to know our truth and where we came from and start standing up. Okay? Know the truth and you'll stay free. I'm free and I want to stay free. Okay? Keep looking. It's true in a Christian life. I want to know the, the truth, and I want to reject heresy. And that's what this message is about. And we're fixing to unroll it. Here we go. So there's a wrong way. We just talked about that briefly. And there's a right way. What is the right way, according to the book of Colossians, the right way? Number one, set your love on Jesus. The right way. How can I avoid heresy? Set your love on Jesus. Okay? Okay. As men, we might have a problem with loving Jesus. You need to love Jesus with all your heart, soul, and mind. Amen? Say, how many love football? Can I see your hand? Don't lie. You love football. You love soccer? Well, how about love Jesus more than soccer? Amen? I love football. For me to love Jesus above football, that's some serious love up here. Men, how many of you love your wife? Come on, you love your wife. Come on, come on. Love Jesus more. How about that? Set your affection on Jesus. Love him. Okay, ladies, you love your man? Say, come on, you love your husband? Come on, love him more. You want to avoid heresy? Love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God the Father. Set your affection on things above. Set your affection on Him, not on things on this earth. For you're dead, and your life is now hid with who? How much should we love Christ? He is my life. Without Him, I'm going to a devil's hell. I mean, I love Kim. I love my kids. But without them, I'm not going to hell. You understand? It's without Jesus that I'm going to a devil's hell. We need to think like that. Y'all hear me. Set your love on Him, love Him more than anything. Well, how do you do that? You, you believe. You start believing. You start saying, I love him. That's my faith. Start getting into the word, and you'll see what he's done for you. Where, when Christ, who is our life, shall what? Appear, then you're going to appear with him in glory. Don't you want to be with him? Say, love him. Is that too plain English for you or not? Love the Lord. It's all about who? You want to avoid heresy? Here's the right way. Do you notice what we put first on the screen today? Love him. Love Jesus. Don't love me, don't love your church, don't love your family more than you love Jesus. The beautiful thing is, Jesus is cool with you loving your family. Hey, yeah, he's cool with you loving the church and loving other people. He wants you to do that, but love him first. Put him first in your life. Number two, how do you avoid heresy? What's the right way, pastor? And guys, this is just going to be a straightforward message. You know, sometimes I'm jumping all around. This is just straightforward right down the line today. Number two, how do I avoid heresy? What's the right thing for me? Put off the old man and put on the new man. We're just reading the Bible. Mortify, therefore, your members. That ain't your church members. That's your body. Which are upon the earth. Your old flesh. Fornication. Okay? There's a lot of fornication that's happened inside this room. Guarantee it. Because we're sinners and... We're, we're evil, awful people. Uncleanness. Inordinate affection. These are crazy words. I don't want, mean to be ugly, but if you got feelings for the same sex, love Jesus Christ. Love Jesus Christ. I'm not saying you don't have those feelings. But that's not God's plan for your life. But I feel it. I feel it. I want it. If I had everything I want, I wouldn't be here today. Got that yes or no? Or everything I feel. I'm not saying there's not a lot of issues, not a lot of struggle, not denying any of that. I'm saying love him first and put off the old man. Y'all hear me, yes or no? It's not a comfortable message. Whatever, I could care less. It has zero to do with do I love you. I love you to pieces, no matter what you're going through. No matter what your feelings are. No matter what the way you think you're wired. Put on Christ. Put off the old man and put on the what? New. Do you think he's worth it, yes or no? Sure he is. Sure he is. Evil concupiscence. Crazy words. Covetousness. Which is idolatry. So put off the old man. For which things sake? The wrath of God comes on the children of disobedience into which you also walked in some time when you lived in them. We're believers in Christ, guys. We're going to be full of heresy unless we put off the old man, put on the new man, read his word. This is the right way. Walk ye in it. Because anytime we mix my way, but I feel this way. I want it this way. Then we're going to be heretics. Yes or no? Am I driving you up the wall? Good. Good. But now put off all these things. Anger. Well, I've just always been an angry person. That's the way I was wired since I was young. Put it off! Yes or no? I don't know where I was. Oh, I was counseling a fellow the other day, he was abusive. Talked ugly to his wife. Horrible. And so I looked at him. I said, you wouldn't get by with that. Wouldn't be quite as easy if it was me you're talking to, would it? Say. No, because she's your wife. I said, she's probably more mild-tempered, isn't she? Yeah. Well, I'm not. It's amazing. Boy, he was just as orderly as all get out with me. Can you imagine? I'm just a man. Can you imagine this anger and crap we have in our life if we, if we look at God and what He's thinking about it? If He was the one sitting across the table from us? Put it off. Y'all hear me? Bring everything unto to obedience of Christ. Malice, blasphemy, filthy communication. you used to talking filthy. If you don't put it off, the church is just going to become a place where things are filthy. And it's okay. There are already churches like that. Where you can do whatever you want, say whatever you want, live whichever way you want. You know what that's called? Heresy. Y'all hear me or not? Okay? Just talking. Lie not one to another. Put it off. What's the right way? Put off the old man. How many of you would say, just being honest, man, I was a liar before I came to Jesus and even after I came to Jesus, I've had to really work on it. Can I see any testimony in the room? Any liars in the room? About three of you. Which means you know how many really are liars in the room? All of you. (laughs) Put it off. Put off lying. The truth hurts sometimes, doesn't it? Not so much it hurts the person we're telling to, it hurts us to tell the truth Sometimes tell the truth. Be that kind of person. If not, the church is going to be full of just lies. Do we want that for our church? No. We're talking about heresy today. How do you fight the devil? You think Satan's happy for you to lie to each other? Absolutely. You think Christ is? No. Seeing that you put off the old man with his deeds, you put on the what? The new man, which is renewed in knowledge after what? The image of him that created him. Look at that word. It's renewed in what? Knowledge. How do I know the truth if I'm not in a word? Am I driving you? Some of you look like I hope he shuts up. I'm not. Where there's neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision, uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond, nor free, but Christ is, is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy. This is what we're to put on. Mercy. Put on kindness, humbleness of mind, humbling yourself. Meekness. That's keep yourself under control, strength under control, regardless of situation. Long-suffering. Put off the old man, put on the new. For the love of Christ constrains us because... We thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves. We shouldn't live unto ourselves. And that's where heresy comes from. When I want it my way, this is what I believe, this is what I want. We're not to live unto ourselves, but unto who? Jesus Christ, which died for us and rose. Amen? Keep looking. Say this verse with me, please, out loud, please. Therefore, if any man be in... He is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become... You think me growing up in the house I grew up in, where mama's screwing around on daddy and daddy's screwing around on mama, that I would be a guy that would screw around on my wife. What made the difference? Christ. That's the only thing that I can conclude, Jesus made it to where I want to be faithful and to love my wife. You understand that? You fill in the blank, whatever it is you struggle with, put that off. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but don't forget you have the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, and you've got got crowds in Hebrews chapter 11 that are cheering you on. You can make it, man. You can do this. You can overcome Don't you want to be that? How many would say, Pastor, I've really overcome some serious crap in my life? Can I see that? Can we give God the glory? Come on, let's praise him this morning. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. The church, don't we want to make a difference? Say, don't we want our lives different because of Jesus? Isn't that what we built fellowship for? Yes. That's why we built this place. You know? I look out in the audience today, and I've had several of you come in and see me with all kinds of problems. You wouldn't believe the problems we got in this room. But it's beautiful. Because when I look at you, I see victorious people. I see people that are fighting a good fight. I'm proud of you. Can we say that as a church? I said, I'm proud of you. Don't give up the fight. Keep fighting that flesh. Amen? Come on. For he has made him, Jesus, to be sin for us. Jesus became our sin. Who knew no sin that we might be made the what? Okay, that's God's plan for us. Now, we are the righteousness of God because of Jesus Christ, but God now has called us to be salt and light in this world, and we owe that to Him, and that's His will for our life. There's a wrong way and there's a right way. Keep looking. The right way. Number three, respect God's people. Say that loud. Say it one more time. Did you know when you have respect for me and I respect you, and I love you and you love me, we're fighting the devil. That's a beautiful thing. I thought church is just something i do, a good church. Well, some of them are like that way. That's not the way this one is. I don't appreciate it when you just come in and you just sit and you don't speak to somebody. That's not right. You need to talk to somebody. Well, I don't talk much. Well, put on the new man. Come see me. Come sit in my office and I'll teach you how to talk. Don't we want to love each other? Go out of your way and say, this is the will of God for me. This is God's will for me to love on people. I'm not getting upset with folks. Listen, respect God's people. This is how you fight the devil. Forbear one another. Forgive one another. You mean I'm fighting Satan when I do this? He hates this. He wants you to hold grudges. He hates this stuff. If any man have a quarrel against you, even as Christ forgave you, so you do it. Wham! Upside the devil's head. Above all these things, put on love. Say that with me. Put on what? Love. Put on what? Love, which is the bond of perfectness or which is maturity. It's maturity. And when you're complete, I want a complete church, baby. We got sinners, but we can be complete if we love. Yes or no? That's what I love. Your love for me has helped heal me. Your love for me has helped heal me. I was really hurt. Without getting into it again, married 28 years. Loved my family. And to be left and thrown away like a piece of trash, that's how I felt. Your love healed me. How's that make you feel as a church? Should feel pretty good. It's usually the preacher. The preacher does, and the preacher did for you, and the preacher, oh, the preacher, preacher. You can say, hey, our love healed him. Amen? Now, we know that's God's love through you, but that's what we want for you here. We want our love to heal you. Amen? And we ain't talking about some fuzzy love. Ooh, no, no. We're talking about the love of God, which is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen? Love. I'm fighting Satan when I love you. Amen? When I forgive you. When you forgive me. We're fighting the devil together when we do that. I love this stuff. This is beautiful for me. Let the peace of God rule in your what heart, to the which also you're called in one what? We're one body, guys. And we're to be what? Instead of nitpicking on each other, nitpicking our church, how about we be thankful for what God's done for us? Amen? doesn't mean we can't do better and do more. We want to. But I'll take love any day. Amen? That's what I want. I don't want to go forward on anything if it ain't done in love. So forbear one another, pop it up. Forgive one another. This is how you respect God's people. Love one another. Have peace with one another. Work with one another and be thankful for one another. Amen? Let's praise the Lord for that. Come on, we need to do that. Come on. Yeah! Leave that screen up there for a second. How many you you, this is just another question to you. How many of you have been in a church in the past, a ministry in the past, where that wasn't the case? Just be honest. This stuff wasn't happening, and you saw yourself get hurt or others get hurt. Can I see your hand? Good grief. That's like, that's like 80% of you. Can we not repeat that here? Say, yes or no? Now, let's ask another question. Now, this is going to be tough on you. How many would say, and I was part of that. I was a little bit of a part of that. Maybe a major part, but I was a part of that problem myself. Can I see some? Look at that. You see what I'm saying? Why? Because people cause problems, and we're people. We want to love. Amen? Y'all got that? All right, good. This is good church talk today. Let the words, number four, let the words of God dwell in you richly. And I can't take forever now, I know I'm about out of time. Let the words of God dwell in you richly. Let the word of Christ, how do I do the right thing, the right way, fight heresy. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in what? Psalms, hymns, did we do that some this morning? Spiritual songs, did we do that? Singing with what? grace in your hearts to the Lord. Good, we're doing, we're doing what God's Word says, right? Beautiful. Revelation 10. Let the words of God dwell in your riches. That I went unto the angel, and I said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it. Eat it up, and it shall make your belly bitter, but it shall be in your mouth sweet as what. And I took that little book out of the angel's hands, and I ate it up, and it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I would eaten it, my belly was bitter. I put that scripture up there because that's what the Word of God will do many times. The Word of God, you'll read that book, and it'll put a red-hot finger on something in your life. And you're not going to be dancing around the house over it. Satan will attack you, but it's a problem in your life. But I'm going to tell you, if you take the Word of God, even if it means you're going to change your life, and you do what God's Word says, it's going to be sweet. You hear me? Yes or no? Eat the book. Eat God's word up. Why the word, Clark? This is how you, the right way and you avoid the wrong way. The word of God is what? Quick. And it's what? Powerful. And it's what? Sharper than a two-edged sword. It pierces even to dividing asunder of our soul and our spirit. Literally, the word of God gets down in our joints and in our marrow. And as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of our heart, you find something like the Word of God. There's nothing like the Word of God that gets inside of you. It will eat you up. Amen? It'll get in your head. It'll get in your mind. It can absolutely change your life. And then you've got the Holy Spirit, the living God, who's activating that and making that happen. This is how we fight heresy. Y'all okay? Yes or no? Woo! I feel like I'm doing a theology class. Here we go. Whatsoever you do in word and deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. So let the words of God dwell in you richly. That's number four. What's the right way? According from the book of Colossians, the right way. Here it is. There's another one. Do what you do for the glory of Jesus. Let's take another question. I know you feel bad, but I'm going to do it anyway. How many... You're not saying you were right, but you did something that was good. And you didn't get the appreciation you thought you deserved. And it hurt your feelings and messed you up. And now you look back on it, you realize it should have been for God's glory anyway. But it still screwed me up. Can I see your hands? Look at that bunch of screw ups. Aren't we human say? We want the appreciation. We want the glory. Charles Taz Russell. You know his name? Say two words that come to, to, come to mind when I say that name. Charles Taz Russell. Huh? Jehovah's Witnesses. I heard that. Jehovah's Witnesses was started because a man named Charles Taz Russell... I'm not stopping. That doesn't intimidate me. Cut your phone off, somebody. Answer it. Here we go. Shh. Help them. Here we go. Do whatever you do in word and deed. Do all in the name of the glory of the Lord, giving thanks to God and Father by Him. Give God all the glory for what you do. This man, Charles Taz Russell, was in a Bible. He led the Bible study. And he got his feelings hurt. He believed something differently. Okay? So he went out and started his own thing. Now we know that thing he started is as the what? Jehovah's Witnesses. That's how heresy gets started. When instead of giving God the credit, instead of saying, thus says the Lord, this is what the Bible said. He had different views, contrary to the Bible, about Jesus and the sec- his coming again. And he came up with some kooky view that Jesus was coming to Brooklyn. And they all sold their stuff and went to the highest hill in Brooklyn. And when Jesus didn't come, he says, oh yeah, he came spiritually. You didn't see him? And that movement has grown worldwide today. Heresy. Y'all listening to me? Not trying to be ugly. I'm not saying all they do is evil. Satan doesn't want you to do all wrong. He wants you to just get off Jesus a little bit. How about that? Heresy. Keep going. Help me. Whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Whether you eat, drink, or whatsoever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Amen. Number six. How do I fight the devil? how do I avoid heresy? Love your what? Wonder how many people left the church because they found them another woman, and it won't work in too good that the church they would stay in. Yes or no? Wonder how many people got out of church totally, because instead of doing what God's Word says, confessing doing the right thing, it was easier for them to go do their own thing and just say, by God, yes or no? Y'all hearing me? Did you know you're fighting Satan when you love your family? Have I lost you? You're fighting the devil when you love your wife. You're fighting the devil when you love your husband. He can't stand you being faithful. God loves it. Colossians, we're talking about a disease that got in the church at Colossae. And look at what Paul says. says, Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as it's fit in the Lord. Basically, it's saying wives, love your husband, respect your husband, your own husband. That joker down the hall, he ain't it. Okay? Those little texts you're sending, maybe your husband would love to get a text like that. Okay, instead of sending that joker a dirty text, how about sending your husband a dirty text? He might like it. I'm sorry. I got to stop. Husbands love your wife, husband, that attention you're paying somebody else. Maybe if you did that to your wife, she'd really like that. You see how Satan's at work? Yes or no? Love your wife. Love your husband. Don't be bitter against them. It's funny how we can be married and get so mad at that person. But we give somebody else a pass. Shouldn't our wife or our husband get the most forgiveness, say? Or the most understanding? Does that make sense? This is where Satan's fighting. Right here, man, I need to not be bitter and angry at Kim. I need to be really, really quick to forgive, and she does me. Yes, right? Because this is where he wants to attack. And I know a little bit what I'm talking about on this subject. How many would would say, I know a little bit too, Pastor. I know a little bit what you're talking about on this one. Come on. Love your family. Look at kids. Kids, obey your parents in all things. For this is the what? It's well-pleasing unto the Lord. Parents, why do we raise our kids to obey? It's the right thing to do. When we're not doing that and kids get to do whatever they want to, kids are going to also be in the church later. (laughs) And there goes the church and there's heresy. That's what this is talking about. Fathers, don't provoke your children to anger lest they be discouraged. I mean, I know these are just different verses. We're really talking about heresy today. But when the family breaks down, this is how the church breaks down. Y'all hear me? But if any don't provide for his own, especially for those of his own house. Look at this. This this verse is talking about a man who doesn't want to work, but he's a bum. That's what it's talking about. If he doesn't provide for his own house, he's denied the what? Isn't that what heresy is? Did you know when you're not working, when you're not providing for your family, the Bible says let him that stole still no more. But let him work so that he can give to his family and have, other, have money to give to other people as well. This is the faith, guys. I didn't realize all this stuff went into me being a heretic. I thought I could be a bum and love Jesus too. Now, loving Jesus means getting off your rear end working, providing with your own hands. I'd still rather any day of the week, and you might not like me for saying this, but I don't really care. I'd still rather work any day of the week than have somebody whether it's government or somebody else giving me money. Okay, that's the way I feel, okay? Okay. Not against government or other people helping people, because it's our money anyway, right? Say, i just like not be so free and easy giving it away. Okay? But, but at the end of the day, I'd rather have health and things like that so I can work. That's what the Bible says. Keep looking. Husbands, love your wife, even as Christ loved the church. We're talking about love your family. Love your family. Lots of scriptures. That help. That's the right way. That's how you fight and fight the devil. What's the right way? Number seven, work your job as unto the Lord. What? What? That has to do with me serving God and not being a heretic. Servants, obeying all things your masters, according to the flesh. Not with eye service. That's faking it. Or men pleasers. But in singleness of heart, fearing God. Knowing that of the Lord you're going to receive the reward. When you work your job... Whether you like it or not, work that as unto the Lord and be thankful for the job you have. Amen? And then if you want to get another job, get another job without ruining your testimony and ruining the light that Jesus wants to shine through you at your workplace. Does that make sense? Because when you're a pain in the rear employee and it shows... You're adding to heresy. You're putting in someone else's heart. Oh yeah, they were a Christian. You understand how that goes around? I'm just throwing that out. Knowing that of the Lord you are to receive the word of the inheritance. For you serve the who? You mean I'm serving the Lord? Maureen, you mean I'm serving the Lord when I'm directing the athletic office at Lemon Bay High School? You're serving the Lord. Did you know that? I thank God for you. I love you. Because you always give me that little card that lets me into the games. But I am a coach, so I get it. i fair square, right? Okay. The point is that working a job, you're in a place of light, you know? And I think you do a great job. Okay? Praise God. But, I mean, that's what we do, right? Say, come on. But he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he's done. I can't believe what the boss did to me. Well, look at what you've been doing. You've been talking about him like a dog. I got fired. You want me to feel sorry for you? I don't. Yeah, but you don't understand. Well, be good until you can get you another job. Unless you're told to steal or something like that. Y'all hear me. Say. Keep looking. We're talking about fighting the devil today. So what's the right way at work? Obey. Obey. What? Be sincere. Don't be phony with the folks at work. Okay, love them. Work what? Can we say that louder? Work what? That's a cuss word, ain't it? Work hard and then do it for who? The Lord. Come on. Wouldn't this change us? Say, would this help, this help us say? Come on. This good stuff, guys. I'm wearing you out. You're like, I bet there's 39 of these. I just do this to mess with you. Plus, we don't have Sunday night church, okay? We could drag you back tonight, or we can teach it good today. Come on. Pray continually. How do I fight Satan? How do I fight heresy? Pray continually with what? There's different kinds of praying. There's praying, oh, gimme, 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 gimme. But there's praying continually where you say, you know what? I'm grateful for what I got. Amen? Continue in prayer. That's how you fight Satan. Watch in in the same with what? Thanksgiving. With all praying also for us that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ for which I'm also in bond. So pray with thanksgiving. That's how you fight the devil. Okay? A lot of times we can pray, but we're so unthankful. We whine through prayer. I'm glad I'm not Jesus. I could not take it. You imagine what he hears. Man. Pray with thanksgiving. Otherwise that bitterness can get in there and you'll be shipwrecked as a Christian. A lot of people aren't in church today because they didn't get what they asked for. I asked God. He didn't do it. So I quit. Walk the walk. What's the right way? Walk the walk. You want to fight Satan? Walk the walk and talk the talk. Say that with me. Walk the walk and talk the talk. Nothing has destroyed the church today more than phoniness. and People not being real. People not being honest. They come to church and it's just something they're doing. Live one way at church. Live another way throughout the week. Yes or no? Walk the walk, talk the talk. Why would I be ashamed? I'm all happy in Jesus today. And I'm going to be ashamed of Jesus tomorrow? I don't know that life, guys. I don't want that life. Did you all hear me say? Whether I'm at the hardware store. Hey, if I'm nice to you, why not nice to the lady at the hardware store? Say. If I talk to you about Jesus, why don't I talk to other people about Jesus? How do you turn that switch off and on like that? I don't want to know how to do it. Amen? Walk the walk. Talk the talk. Stop the phoniness. That's where heresy comes in. Walk in wisdom toward them that are without. Redeeming the what? Don't waste your time from Sunday all the way back to next Sunday doing nothing for the Lord and talking for the Lord and standing for the Lord. Walk that walk all week long. Let your speech always be seasoned with what? With grace, seasoned with what? Clark, I mentioned that verse to you the other day. I thought it was Proverbs. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with what? Salt. That you might know how you ought to answer every man. God wants to use us. He did not call angels to do our job. He's called us. Watch what you say, the way you talk. Right way. Walk in wisdom, his word, do the right thing, be smart, use your time wisely. Speak to other people with what? Grace. Know how to answer, folk. You don't have to answer people with cussing them out. Amen? If someone doesn't put your groceries in the bag just right, you don't have to answer them angrily. You can answer them with grace. Yes or no? Why, Clark? Because it could be you starting heresy in somebody else's life. If they know you're a believer, I don't want to be the blame. Amen? I just don't want to be that way. Grace, use your words. You could be light to somebody. Sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. Be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that's in you with meekness and fear. Do it with strength under control and with respect, having a good conscience, that whereas they speak evil of you, if somebody does speak evil of you, you can have a good conscience because you know they lying like a dog. Amen. Say. I don't care what she says, somebody ticked her off before I ever got to her, and she's blaming it on me, but it won't me. Amen? And hopefully as they get to know you, they're going to be ashamed that they've ever falsely accused your good conversation. You ever been accused of something? Wait a minute, you've been accused, and then later they realized, oh my gosh, I was wrong about you. Can I see your hand? I was wrong about you. That's what we want. Amen? Come on. Rod, you're killing me. You'd think Rod wrote this the way I get on to him. So which way are you going, the right way or the wrong way? Wrong way? Right way. Heresy. Figure it out. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's thank the Lord for his word this morning. Amen. That was a lot. Woo! Amen.